Chapter Thirteen of the Millionaire Baby. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Millionaire Baby by Anna K. Green. Chapter Thirteen. We shall have to begin again. It was a leading question, which I was not surprised to see accompanied by a very sharp look from beneath the cloudy wrap she had wound about her head. You suspect some one or something, continued Mrs. Carew with a return of the indefinable manner which had characterized her in the beginning of our interview. Whom? What? I should have liked to answer her candidly, and in the spirit, if not the words, of the prophet of old, but her womanliness disarmed me. With her eyes on me I could get no further than a polite acknowledgment of defeat. Mrs. Carew, I am all at sea. We shall have to begin again." Yes, she answered like an echo. Was it sadly or gladly? You will have to begin again. Then, with a regretful accent, and I cannot help you, for I am going to sail tomorrow. I positively must go. Cablegrams from the other side hurry me. I shall have to leave Mrs. Ocumpa in the midst of her distress. And what time does your steamer sail, Mrs. Carew? At five o'clock in the afternoon from the Cunard docks. Nearly sixteen hours from now. Perhaps fate, or my efforts, will favor us before then with some solution of this disheartening problem. Let us hope so. A quick shudder to hide which she was reaching out her hand, when the door behind us opened and a colored girl looked out. Instantly, and with the slightest possible loss of self-possession, Mrs. Carew turned to motion the intruder back, when the girl suddenly blurted out, "'Oh, Mrs. Carew, Harry is so restless. "'He is sleepy,' he says. "'I will be up instantly. "'Tell him that I will be up instantly.' "'Then, as the girl disappeared, she added, with a quick smile, "'You see, I haven't any toys for him. "'Not being a mother, I forgot to put them in his trunk.' "'As though in response to these words, "'the maid again showed herself in the doorway. "'Oh, Mrs. Carew,' she eagerly exclaimed, "'There is a little toy in the hall here, brought over by Mrs. Ocumpa's maid. "'The girl said that hearing that the little boy fretted, "'Mrs. Ocumpa had picked out one of her little girl's playthings "'and sent it over with her love. "'It's a little horse, ma'am, with a curly mane and a long tail. "'I am sure twill please, Master Harry.' "'Mrs. Carew turned upon me, a look brimming with feeling. "'What thoughtfulness! What self-control!' she cried. "'Take up the horse, Dinah. It was one of Gwendolen's favorite playthings,' she explained to me as the girl vanished. I did not answer. I was hearing again in my mind that desolate cry of, "'Philo! Philo! Philo!' which an hour or so before had rung down from Mrs. Ocumpa's open window. There had been a wildness in the tone, which spoke of a tossing head on a feverish pillow, certainly an irreconcilable picture with the one just suggested by mrs carew of the considerate friend sending out the toys of her lost one to a neighbor's peevish child mrs carew appeared to notice the preoccupation with which i lingered on the lower step you like children she hazarded or have you interested yourself in this matter purely from business reasons business reasons were sufficient was my guarded reply. But I like children very much. I should be most happy if I could see this little Harry of yours nearer. I have only seen him from a distance, you know. 
She drew back a step. Then she met my look squarely in the moonlight. Her face was flushed, but I attempted no apology for a presumption which could have but one excuse. I meant that she should understand me, if I did not her. "'You must love children,' she remarked, but not with her usual correctness of tone. Then, before I could attempt an answer to the implied sarcasm, a proud light came into her eyes, and with a gracious bend of her fine figure she met my look with one equally as frank, and cheerfully declared, "'You shall. Come early in the morning.' In another moment she had vanished inside and closed the door. I was defeated for the nonce, or else she was all she appeared to be, and I a dreaming fool. End of chapter 13